back to the car because he had his car and he had parked it. And, uh, of course, on the car, on the dash, was a parking ticket uh, from the city of Montreal. And <laughs> I could see Mike. He took the ticket, and I could see in his face every muscle in his body wanted to just be like, fuck Montreal, I hate you so much, you stupid city, oh God. But then he looked at me, and he, and I had just given him shit, and he's like, oh, a parking ticket. I'll have to pay that. It's not quite genocide, but it does infuriate a lot of people. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Good day to you, and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast, um, where we do random topics, then have an unrehearsed conversation about that topic, and then give it a quality review. I'm your sickly host, Mike Hodgins, along with um, fellow co-hosts, Mr. Bo Schwartz. Hello, Bo. How are you? Hello, Michael. Hello, Good, Bad, or Bullshit listeners. I'm good. Ready to do a show. He's good. His verdict on himself is good. Yeah. And Crofton, how are you this day? I would say my verdict on myself is bullshit. No. Yes. No, it's bullshit for sure. My my legs hurt. I'm feeling old. And and my wife's sick. And yeah, bullshit. You and it's winter. You mentioned that she had um, stomach, uh, some stomach issue. Yeah, yeah. No, the, I mean, those the are pukes the pukes is what I would guess. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I won't I just go came... into her personal situation, but I will say that I had something similar about a month ago, and it's going around, and That's it's part of, like I think you know when people complain about winter and all this, you think about normal stuff like snow and giant, you know, cold and all this stuff that people generally complain about, but also like sickness is one of those big things because we're inside, so I I forget about that, but that really does suck. We've been unlucky. It does. I just came through a. Uh, I'm on the tail end of a pretty bad cold. I have had a few colds this year. I blame my toddler. Those little cesspool of germs uh, that they are. Uh, but this latest cold was like I was like, oh, okay, those other ones were just little warm ups. This was the real deal. I was like four days in bed, like oh, and I have this like pharmaceutical hangover. You know where you just like it's like you can taste the decongestant and like Tylenol, Advil pharmaceutical mix just like it's like it's on your breath it's disgusting or as or as Bo calls it Tuesdays <laughs> I don't take a lot of pills but, though but I was saying to myself at least I didn't have stomach flu because there was there was, there was there was some nausea but no vomiting and I'm like that's when it gets to that level too that's the that's the real deal anyways Bo you're you're holding out not been ill I hope you oh hope it's you coming can... I've had tickly throat oh yeah, it's... I'm I'm gonna leave that one alone. Too low hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Crofton. I do appreciate it. I mean, I would I do like to hear your funny jokes though. So I mean, if you were so inclined, I'd say have at her. But no, let's keep moving. On. I've got a tickly throat, <laughs> and it's caused some coughs last night when we were playing some Heroes of the Storm. Uh, but today it's it's kind of there. I don't know. I feel like it's I feel like there's a ticking time bomb somewhere in me, and it's waiting to go off. You might be lucky, like. Uh... 
because I had a few of those like where I was like, oh, oh, I feel the throat. It's going to come. And then it kind of just fizzled or turned into a super minor cold. But this uh, this latest one, it was like fire in my throat. Hmm. And every time I swallowed, it was like someone was cutting my my throat. Just in time for Valentine's I like how Crofton's so deep in the gutter right now. He just can't contain himself. I'm sorry. Uh, all this talk yeah. about throats and warm it, sensations in them. So sometimes like... we have interesting conversations on this show. <laughs> and then sometimes, <laughs> sometimes not. It just feels like Mike was pushing it further and further to yeah, the point you, where he knew I that was I was just oh. simply describing some symptoms. <laughs> he knew I would be able to keep it in. Uh, okay. Jeez. Speaking of hacking and coughing. That's a segue. Yeah, I'm already halfway there, so we may as well just get the random topic generator going. Right, so we, we don't want to talk about all the big news of the day? No? No. All right, we just <laughs> want to get straight to work this week and entertain That's listeners. All right, Mike, well, we're just waiting on you. Are you ready to go? Yeah. All right, well, I'm at her. You know, normally I feel like he fakes those, but it sounded real. It's true. He put in a good performance this week. That's what I would say if it was pretend. (laughs) Uh, The uh, okay, Hodgins, would you stop doing this? You know, I hate it when you do this. I know you do, but I feel like I give the the topic, and you're like, "Oh my, oh my God, I I don't know." With uh, with Donald Trump in the White House, it seems apropos. The um, Mm. the topic is ignorance. Uh, well, we know where you stand on the president of the United States. It's he, he's a deeply ignorant man. I, I mean, I don't. Is this is this an uncommon? Um, oh, I'm um, with you. Well, actually, this is okay. We're going to talk about ignorance in a second, but this is a good place for me to do some backpedaling uh, because I, we did a show all about Donald Trump that didn't come out of the random topic generator. We were so moved by this world event that we just felt like talking about it for an hour. And I believe I said something along the lines of, hey, guys, let's give this guy a chance. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I said. I, I take it back. <laughs> if I could take it, I take it back so much. Well, we have given him a chance. It's been two weeks. He's proven himself an incompetent fool. <laughs> I'm like, okay, can we move on? Can he be impeached already? But see, what's, what's interesting to me about this topic was that, that when we fuel up the random topic generator, just dump a bunch of random topics in it. I remember uh, seeing this one fall in and thinking to myself, hmm, this will be, this will be interesting. And what do, you know, the, the expression ignorance is bliss, right? Yeah. Um, and the idea of like, maybe if I was less informed on things, I would be perhaps happier in this. Um, and it made me think positively about I, – I, I briefly thought positively about the concept of ignorance and, and the mm-hmm. idea of not being as informed, of especially world events and that. And, uh, and now the American White House has a president that by all accounts is, is very ignorant. And, and to be clear, like ignorance is – the word in in saying somebody is ignorant is is so full of uh, of negative connotations, seen as a pejorative, you know. Um, but really, I mean, it, it can just, be used as that, or it can be just descriptive. I know uh, it can be used to that that way, but it's reached now the point where it pretty much can't not be used that way. Like if you, it, even though I understand it, it's original, it's original meaning in in 
you know, somebody laps, lacks knowledge or, or you could say, oh, you know, I'm ignorant of, uh, uh, of this. Please tell me more. People generally don't don't say that anymore because the negative connotation has overtaken it so much. Anyway, all this to say when the topic went, went in, I was, I was thinking positively, I guess about it, but now we have a president in the white house who is, who is by all accounts, ignorant on a lot of file files, uh, issues, uh, processes and these sort of things, ways of acting like a human you know <laughs> and it, it it makes me it it's made me turn a lot more to, to say like no you know ignorance can be a, a profoundly dangerous thing as well depending on who who, who the person in question depending is on, yeah for sure depending on your position absolutely it, it often like i like to start from a point with this of kind of acknowledging that um you know we're all deeply ignorant at some level or about some things you know it's impossible to know everything and and um um w like what socrates said something like the only thing i know is that i know nothing or something like that you know this is a smart person but it's a fact that like i oftentimes think like i'm like eh, you know the the true nature of reality i'm ignorant of what that is you know we see th things through a lens of being a human being, you know, having this type of animal brain and this type of, like, we don't really know what the universe is like. We're ignorant of so many things. But but bringing it back to the level that you're talking about, Crofton, because I agree, there are, like, levels, right? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I'm like, I can be ignorant about the true nature of the universe or what absolute truth is or whatever, uh, but understand, you know, facts that we have sort of, proven scientifically or that type of thing and rather than just you know spouting off what i think um so there are levels of ignorance we're all ignorant about some things or in a lot of ways but um yeah it can be there's dangerous ignorance and then there's just like eh, you just don't know something and that's not bad right it's not bad to not know something we all start off not knowing everything it's not bad in and of itself I have a question for Bo. Okay. Uh, just because, and I know this is not to put you on the spot, Bo, but of the three of us, we know that you are the one that is generally least following, say, world events, <laughs> uh -huh. politics, uh -huh. the news, you know, uh -huh. that sort of thing. I don't History. Think it's, uh -huh. You know, I don't think it's un <laughs> uh -huh. unfair to say those things. But I think um, Bo's relatively well informed, actually. But yeah. But no. But I mean, like he he on a day to day basis, like he's well informed about sort of general principles and and, and things. But like in terms of day to day current events, His what's going on? No, I mean, okay, yeah. let's. Yeah, I, I have no, a reputation but, uh, but, on the show to not know what the hell is going on when you guys are talking about some relevant impactful issue to canadian citizens or the world over i'm usually like huh and then i'm like i don't care <laughs> but my question to you is do you think that that makes you a happier person no i don't think that well are you like, like from, okay like from a happiness perspective like, i think i think I, mean, I think knowledge is power ironically enough i just feel like um, I feel like if I don't feel like it's a direct impact to me, and oftentimes maybe that's a misestimation, at least I think 
from what you guys have said sometimes about stuff I care about. Like, who cares about... So what if Justin Trudeau isn't going to go through with the proportional voting? It's all just a big sham anyways. I've heard all I need to hear about it. I don't know if it's a happiness thing and more of a... There's only so much you can focus on in a day and with your life. And we all choose those things that we have value for. That makes sense? And there's so much content to consume... I would say I think about like all the Trump news, right? Like it's sure. just like not nonstop Trump news craziness. He does all sorts of stuff, whatever. And I read about his like cabinet picks and I read about all these sort of people and I I get anxious and I get like, oh God, I can't believe you know, the world that we're le- we're living in, like the environmental protection agency, it's gonna be somebody who hates climate change, it's gotta you know, all this stuff and it gets me gets me all riled up. But here's the reality is that I live in Canada. I don't even like. I don't. Yeah, it can pr- affect me sort of from an ancillary, on an ancillary basis a little bit because we're we're close by. But really, if I if I didn't read these stories, if I was ignorant of all of American politics and American news, mm-hmm. all I knew was this guy is the president. You know, maybe my only exposure to him is when he comes to Canada or when he's on the newscast with. By prime minister, would I be happier right now than I than I am? Where every day I wake up and I'm like, oh God, Trump's still president. What's he done today? You like, know, like, sorry. I think I think yes, you, you and I've thought about this before too. Being someone who kind of like groans over the state of the world all the time, and um, and, and I just like to again point out like being ignorant is not being dumb you know like or being not intelligent you can be a very intelligent person and just not know some things and that's not a that's not necessarily fault i think it's a fault when you espouse opinions about things that you don't know anything about that's maybe a fault and one which which donald trump possesses uh but like you know i was making a joke the other day i think related to this of like uh you know i like i should just sell my houses and move to like the woods and it's like, but honestly, like, if I did that, like, if I went and was, like, you know, moved to the middle of nowhere, lived a very simple life, say I had enough money, I have a little piece of land, and I could have enough food, and I just sort of, you know, lived in the woods, you know, things like, I could probably live a very happy life being ignorant of the fact that, like, the climate is changing, like, I might notice some weather events are different, but, like, I wouldn't be that aware of its global impacts, you know, like, if you were just ignorant of so many world facts, you could kind of go about your life and even if you just chose to be ignorant of them you know because like you know I, th- I think about climate change and stuff like that and being like oh man like you know could be like they talk about by 2100 we could have catastrophic climate change uh, where it's like mass desertification crop failure you're like oh god but i'm like i'll be it's the dead worst before. kind yeah it's the worst, the worst kind of climate change i'm like but i'll be dead by then anyways and honestly like if i just didn't pay attention to this type of stuff like and just lived a kind of hedonistic life or just a, like, what do I want to do? And just focused on that and just did not pay attention to any of these things. I think you would be happier. Um, but I think that it also comes back to that kind of balance between happiness and like, do you care about the world or is there meaning about how things are? Does that, does that mean something to you? And and, I, and that's that's a balance, I think. You know, we talked about that with having children, right? You have children, you're like, well, I'm less happy now that I haven't had a kid, but I'm like, my life's more meaningful. And I think the same is kind of true of ignorant. Like, you can be happier not knowing things, but you might, you know, like, I like to know how the 
the cogs turn as much as I can, you know, even though, or like, the, or like, you know, that expression, the, how the sausage is made, where you're like, you don't want to know how the sausage is made. And like, I do, even when it grosses me out and makes me sad, you know, I want to know what's going on. But it does definitely does not make you happy. And there's something to be said for that. Well, but if I oh, can, sorry, if, I, if I can interject, I have a more commonplace example. It's kind of like some days you leave the house and you're not sure you locked your front door. And there's some days where you don't lock your front door and you don't even think about it. And you get home and you're like, oh, crap. Well, that was dumb. But the days where you weren't sure are the way more anxiety-ridden days because you need to know something and you're aware that you're ignorant of a thing. Like there's more anxiety in the sense that knowing that there's uncertainty about your door being unlocked or just knowing for sure and having to be pulled away. Remember, Michael, on the, we went to a bachelor party in Montreal? a long time ago was it for crofton's i think so and we were driving out all of us were there we were driving out to montreal and like 30 minutes on the drive to montreal i made your brother turn around to go back to my apartment so i could make sure the door was locked you don't remember that there, i know yeah. but that sounds i'm annoyed but, at the concept so i'm sure it so, so so that caused me a great deal of anxiety if i hadn't thought about it the whole weekend though Maybe it was locked. It was, it was definitely locked. We turned around for nothing. It was. But, I remember. But so, but if I just hadn't have even entered my brain, the ignorance aspect of just not even knowing what I didn't know, I would have been much more carefree. I might not but have I mean, been thrilled if it was unlocked. But it's kind of interesting when you when you get into this with sort of specifics like that, and then you think about things like I was thinking of this example. Um, you know, it's like say you know. Say you're married or something, and you're and you're, one partner's cheating on the other one, right? But they do it in such a way that like, the, like, like so you you try to say your wife's cheating on you, but you don't know, right? And she's and she's a good partner, does everything well. Uh, you have no reason to be suspicious. But she's not. Uh, it's not affecting your relationship, <laughs> and you go your whole life like that. Okay, now just imagine. I'm just saying this. Okay, mm-hmm. this is a scenario, mm-hmm. right? Now we're talking about this. We know, and and I think most people are like, oh. I've been wronged. I want to know, right? But if you didn't know and you didn't suspect and you were happy, you know, and she never told you and it was never any big issue, uh, like you might live because what's the alternative? You know, you, you blow up, you, you get divorced, you know, your, your children are raised in a broken home. Maybe you have trouble moving on with your life. It's kind of like is being ignorant of that fact, um, you know, is is it is is it better? And and again, we know the truth in this scenario, so it's hard to not be like, no, I want to know. Uh, but there's other examples like that. Say you're a do- a, a child who's well, adopted, right? And it used to be the thing where you never told uh, your kid that they were adopted. Like back in the day, it'd be like, no, you're a kid. And that's it. It's just a secret. No one ever. You just told. happen to be black, and I happen <laughs> well, to be white. Unless it's unless it's very obvious. But nowadays, of course, it's like a right. You know, like you kind of have to tell kids that they're biological parents elsewhere. And that may be a source of. It's at well, least that's a what I wanted to unpack you... with the first example you gave because it's, it's. Yeah, well, go ahead. I mean, these are just scenarios. I don't know what's what's the, the right answer. Because in the second scenario, you're saying now what you should be doing or what is considered right is to tell, but also I would say like the problem with that is not the cheating in the other one. The problem is you think you have an honest relationship, and you don't. Like, you know what I mean. So, like, would you be happier not knowing? Like, I guess like, if it again, never if enters don't... if you never enters your mind like your door being unlocked, I guess you wouldn't know the difference. 
but it still makes yeah, you a you dick. Yeah, you wouldn't know the difference. It, it still makes you a dick. It's like those husbands who have two families that never meet or whatever. Yeah, in cities. like we yeah. we know that they're assholes, but it's like again the whole it's again coming back to the ignorance of something, and it's like, I mean, I mean, these are I'm sure we could find yeah. like scenarios that are what? skewed more positive because these ones seem negative. Well, so so let's take the Matrix example too, right? So you've got. You've got the red pill, blue pill. So spoilers for a movie from 1999. But um, the the idea is that that but one character in particular um, later in the film has has knows very much what what uh, the reality is and chooses ignorance because the idea is that there's a real world and there's a fantasy world and and for all intents and purposes the fantasy world is a much nicer place to live and and the main character earlier on the film gets gets the choice between d- learning the truth or living comfortably in the fantasy world and of course his curiosity gets the better of him which is which to a certain extent that's it's an escape from ignorance he had he has a curious uh, mindset he has an appetite for knowledge and that that leads to him to taking that path but later in the film uh, another the, as I, I mentioned earlier the another character who knows who was fully aware of both the fantasy world and um a, and the reality uh gets you know essentially chooses to be uh, brainwashed so that he can go back to the fant to fantasy. He wants to become uh, ignorant, and I think of that fantastical scenario when you have these these two worlds. And Mike Mike's example um, uh, of the couple. If you knew, for instance, that I find out my wife is cheating, and then we break up, and I never meet anyone again, and I die alone and unhappy, and she gets full custody of the children. Um, and so I have seems all like this a full, win for you, but okay. <laughs> I, 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 I have all this, uh, this full, full knowledge of what, it, on the other hand, you know, the alternative is that I just get lied to and, and I don't know it and I just enjoy the life, the life that I have. And it, it does become tricky. You know, it does become what, when is, when is ignorance appropriate and when is, uh, when is knowledge appropriate? And I sort of have a, a question for you guys on that. And it was one that I thought of earlier when you were, you were talking and Mike was talking about living in the woods and, and how he, you could almost live a more selfish life, um, uh, in ignorance, my question is like we talked about uh, voting on this show before, and and the responsibilities associated with voting, and if there should be like a test for voting, and if only informed people, people who are informed on the issues, should have the right to vote. Um, and so, I guess my question would be: Do you guys think that there's a civic responsibility to not be ignorant, especially on issues that are affecting the collective? If you're in public office or public no, service? No, as a citizen, like, should you be, is, should there be a, resp- should you have an inherent responsibility to be at least moderately informed on the biggest issues affecting the public? I think, like, yes, and I think that you do. I just think it's problematic to enforce. Well, well, I mean, I, I like, I think it's, it's an absolute necessity especially in something like a a democracy but but the thing is as bo said you can't enforce it and also like you can't the thing about ignorance is that you have to care about learning something and you can't make someone care about something they don't care about so some people don't care about politics they don't vote they don't care 
And, and in some ways, those people, I, I have been like, oh, if only I was like that person. And they just did not give a shit about what's going on. Because honestly, sometimes they do seem happier. They're just like, whatever. I'm going fishing this weekend. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, you know, it's like they, they're never annoyed about things that are world events because they just don't care. And but I do think that the civic responsibility one is an interesting angle uh, because when you have the power invested in the people, but it, you're totally free to be a complete idiot or, uh, you know, not possess critical thoughts so you can be easily manipulated by by someone or, you know, a movement mm-hmm. that's dangerous it's highly dangerous but you can't make people be not int- not ignorant if they don't want to be yeah. you know like if 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 people don't you can't make someone care that's the trick it's hard well the other component of it is too is that it's not that they don't even want to care it's that they don't even want to listen to it in the first place like when you think about when you're calling somebody ignorant cuz like i think a lot of what we talked about is is sort of there's a sense that someone's lying to you or denying you the information, whereas you can self-deny the information. And it isn't a question of apathy, which is which is what you're driving at, right? Like, oh, there's important stuff going on in the world. Uh, do, you, do you know what's happening in the House of Commons? And I go, nope. <laughs> and, you know, just it doesn't enrage me. It doesn't affect me. But if you guys happen to have a conversation about it and I pick up some information, I'm okay with that. But there's this sort of active defensive mechanism where as soon as something that upsets an, a person's like ideological stance, not outwardly, but even inwardly and within people they know, that they refute it, right? Or they don't want to hear it or they don't have time. Like, it's less that, like for me, it's apathy and laziness. Like I think knowledge is great and, you know, whatever. I don't know something. I do kind of feel bad and I feel like I should, you know, take the time to know more and it's important. I feel like, you know, it's a different thing altogether to be very proactively narrow like your scope of view is narrow so when something different comes along you don't have time for it or it's not important or yeah do you know what i mean like like when you don't want to listen to reason does that make sense when you don't want to hear yeah like like, like, like i think of religion it's like we don't want to hear what you have to say like so many times uh, people of more religious bent have just been very dismissive in my younger days about my points of view and and that that's a bad. good point, Bo. The like... different types of ignorance, because there's there's ignorance that's uh, just like Mike gave the example of like he's ignorant of of you know the creation of man or the universe. I don't know, like it, it, these greater truths that n- nobody you know nobody knows. And then there's there's um, there's selected ignorance, like you're you're choosing to be ignorant on something or to deny facts and information that are presented to you in lieu of seeking comfort in in ignorance and then and then as well like you get people and you see this on internet forums all the time where uh, people either latch on to different facts or different figures and you definitely see this with Trump and his fake news concept um to to say like oh you are super ignorant oh i can't believe how ignorant you are right now oh you're buying all clinton's were you know promises you are you're really ignorant oh you think trump is going to do all the stuff he says you're i can't believe the level of ignorance that you know you're you're showing right now and so it's people who are so you've got the, 
uh, of those three types that I presented, you've, you've got the, the, the using ignorant on, like, you can't know everything, so you're ignorant of some things. Then there's chosen ignorance, and then there's, like, you know, almost like, I guess, when you align yourself with a political party or a, a group and the facts that they're presenting and did not, you know, like, I don't know, sort of like a mix of those two models. Well, yeah, willful, I mean, willful ignorance is a term I've certainly heard um, <clears throat> bandied about before, and I think there is something to that, where someone just, you hold an ideological view, it's like confirmation bias, right? And everyone's guilty of this to some extent, where you believe a certain thing, and you seek out facts that reinforce what you already believe, instead of trying to have an open mind or, or be self-critical. It's hard to be self-critical, and I mean, humans are kind of built that way. We defend the things that we believe in, um, and you have to break that down. You have to have a process, and that's arguably like the scientific process of like, eh, test, you know, what does evidence tell you, blah, blah, blah. But, but like, again, on these levels, I was thinking about this the other day, the kind of like um, ignorance and, and we're sort of where we are as, as a species. And I heard some guy, I can't remember the details, but basically saying that like, you know, we're we've we're, we've been in a period where most like reasonably intelligent people could understand most everything there is to understand, right? Like, you know, in say the 19th century, or 20th century, or whatever, um, you can understand how a motor vehicle works. You know, like like when I see a diagram of it and I'm understanding internal combustion engine, I'm like, okay, yeah, like I'm not an engineer, but like I get it. You know, and, and you can be explain these things and get it more and more. And but then there was a there was a huge period of human civilization where people didn't understand anything, right? They didn't know how the Earth was round. They didn't know, you know, we were just all ignorant of everything. So now we've moved into a period of knowledge. We know stuff, but he was also saying, and I think this is true, we're about to move into a new period of ignorance again. Because I think of something like computer programming, man. I don't understand it, right? Like I don't really understand how a computer works. Like I know it's like on-off switches. And there's like, you know, processor with a billion freaking like, oh, on, off, on, off. I'm like, I don't know how this stuff works, right? And it's the basis of everything that's new. And when they talk about things like these massively complex algorithms that people who design them barely know how they work now, and then getting into the idea of algorithms, designing algorithms, <laughs> that we're about to, we're, we're going to move into a, a phase. I keep thinking of that movie, uh, Idiocracy. It's becoming more and more true all the time. That's the awesome movie. Uh, but like, yeah, I'm like, are we going to, cause you can, how can you know all that stuff? Right. Like coming back, it's like, and this is the kind of the ignorance, which I think is forgivable. Like it's impossible to know everything, but I also feel like vulnerable when I don't know how something works. Like when I think of computers or software, I'm like, all right, it kind of irks me. And I once tried to learn like web programming. I'm like, that's ah, my this brain is, doesn't like it. This you know, is why though, that. I'm sorry to interrupt, but this is why I think it would be really cool if, like, computers are great. Like, all that stuff you talk about, I geek out. And was, my brain goes like, oh, it's so cool, algorithms, teaching other algorithms and AI learning. But I really feel like the human brain is, like, the most, the, the biggest quintessential piece to, like, all this. If there's some way we could make that better. Like, if I could just take my brain and give me one that's supplanted by mechanical enhancements that make it operate better. So that I can know more things and study more concurrently and be like data from Star Trek. Isn't data the ultimate role model? I mean, I know you love data. like I, And not because of his anthropomorphic robot with a soul kind of deal. But the things you can do is really cool. Like robots generally, like they punch really hard and stuff like that. But what's cool is he could read super fast. 
That was always the coolest thing he could do. He could absorb information quickly and make determinations quickly. So, and, and that's to combat ignorance. Like, it's an improvement on we're all affected by ignorance to some capacity and it hampers us when there's so much to know. It, it's it's funny because you guys are both talking about, um, you know, things that you're interested in or that, you know, Bo, you're just saying, you, you know, you want to learn more. You want to have that capacity like Data and Mike was talking about, you know, how he knows how the cars work, but the computers are sort of a mystery. And it makes me realize that I asked you a question earlier, Bo, about, about say, you know, staying up to date with current events. But I actually don't have as... I guess ravenous and appetite to or or curiosity to to really re- wonder how all this all this stuff works. Like I'm going to get to a point where Gwen's going to ask me a lot of questions. I will literally be on my phone going to Wikipedia, being like, "Okay, I'll uh, yeah, I'll tell you how this works in a second. There's there's some stuff I know for sure, but Mike is a guy I associate with always trying to trying to learn about as much as possible. Whereas for me, for a lot of things, I'm like, I don't. You know, I don't really care. Like, I don't, I don't care how they made my iPhone super small. It's sweet now that it's this small. Maybe they'll make it smaller. But like, it, it is a kind of um, a feeling of like this is beyond me, but it exists. So I'm happy. You know, I'm happy to use it. I'd be the most useless person to be sent back in time. You know, like <laughs> they send me back in time, and they'd be like. I'd be in the medieval period or whatever, and they'd be like, oh, you're from the future. Tell us how to make all the stuff that you get to enjoy <laughs> so much of. And I'd be like, oh, geez. Um, yeah. Right. You'll, Did you'll you watch me. John Oliver last night? And they'd be like, no. You can write a good, like, um, like uh, some sort of written document. You'll, you'll, you'll enchant them with your mastery of the language. You're a great writer. I would just talk. I'd, I'd be like, oh, man, the future is so crazy. We have, like, these machines in the palm of our hand that can do a zillion things. We drive these giant automobiles. They're like, really? Oh, you need to show us how to do these things. And I'd be like, uh, I'm sorry. But it, but the, the the point I was trying to make is I, I have no real interest in how – in the workings of, uh, of these things. So it, it's not being, like – like I'm ignorant to to a lot of to a lot of these things that I use on a, a daily basis, and that's one thing that is kind of funny when you think about all the people who can drive. For instance, Mike mentioned cars. How many of them could, you know, necessarily fix their car or maybe even know how it completely works? Like they take them to the mechanics or whatever, but they're 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 ignorant to a tool that they use, you know, every day. And and there's a lot of a lot of those that we we are, and it's not it's not really the end of the world. It's just you know yeah and i mean on this line of i, I mean to bring it back to more what we were talking about at the start because i like i find this an inter- interesting thing to be like ah you just can't know this stuff and it is frightening to me as technology becomes too difficult for us to understand the implications of that are worrisome but back to stuff like you know in the donald trump era and it's kind of like when it's around things like the kind of because those are things we maybe can't control really like, technology is going to progress you know um, but things like decision making or um, people who seek elected office uh, being ignorant of ba- what should be basic things is a much more, you know, at the moment pre- present concern and 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 dangerous one than is the like, oh, we won't be able to understand technology soon. Like, well, you know, who knows what that'll be like, but. It's like we might have a nuclear war soon because of one ignorant person who is in power. Um, so it's just like 
again to bring it back to like the the levels at which we can control it things like oh do you just go with your gut all the time or should you read stuff and learn about the world and then make your decisions you know because a lot of people have this view like the donald trump view of like ah i don't need all that fancy learning i know what's right and what's not right and it's like you might feel that but you might be wrong and if you can't acknowledge that that's a problem especially if you want to lead the world or lead a group of people that's dangerous yeah yeah ah man it's such a weird topic because it's like it's basically about what people don't know and there's a lot of reasons why like people won't know things it's incidental it's 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 through subterfuge it's um on purpose from the source like but there is one thing that – and Mike just sort of touched on bringing it back to Trump and not about him specifically, but I, I think a lot of supporters and stuff. There is a, a, um, a large anti-intellectualism movement in the past past few years in particular and a celebration of ignorance um, and a rejection of those who, who possess knowledge uh experts in fields and and the the joke the joke often is like you know you go to a doctor a medical doctor when you have a medical emergency but like when it comes to uh you know politics or whatever oh i want some joe who tells it to me like it is you know and uh, not somebody who is well versed in the policy and the issues and and i think that celebration of ignorance like it's okay to be ignorant of things but the celebration of it as as something that should be l- lauded and that like you know uh and recognized and 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 i'm not saying ignorance should be shamed like it, but it's not it's not a positive thing like you shouldn't be striving for it and it shouldn't be it shouldn't be celebrated the, 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 the language um, the language around it i think when a lot of people who are considered ignorant isn't that we're happily ignorant it's that we belong to an ethos that has beliefs in certain things right you know like it's and well, it's I mean, that, I that's the, where you close yourself off to being receptive to things that you know, ruin the biases that Mike talked about earlier, right? But, so. but it's also difficult because, I mean, the elephant in the room in this conversation is organized religion, right? Uh, where it's like some basic willful ignorance is necessary for a lot of it to function, you know? And that's frightening thought. Hmm. You know, there, there's a lot of progressive religious people who kind of like embrace the knowledge that science has given us and find room for in that areas where you know how do quarks stick together and what caused the big bang where they can find the like you know the mystery of god and that's where they focus their their interest but there's other people who you know who think the bible's literal truth and that is absolute willful ignorance especially when presented with something like much more plausible explanations that can be backed up by evidence so we have billions of people like like you know, and and you know the the whole conversation now is is like you know there's a real problem with say Islamophobia right now, and that is a problem. Uh, but it's also like to me, it's it's also a problem that any organized religion kind of espouses that you must have a certain level of of willful ignorance if you're going to accept the religion fully, and that's dangerous. And 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 it's hard, and it's becoming hard to talk about that too because you want to respect people's rights to be ignorant because frankly that is your right if you want to be ignorant you can be 
uh, again, it just it can be dangerous. Isn't and, it though? Like sometimes when you make that argument, don't you feel a little bit like you're letting people have it both ways and not taking a stance? Because I no. agree with you. Like I, I personally, I'm there are all kinds of different cultural backgrounds and and religious backgrounds and things that make people different that divide us that shouldn't that really shouldn't and we should be able to talk about our differences understand one another not be ignorant about them and coexist but there are things about other cultures other religions that at a certain point if you don't stand for anything if you don't if you stand for nothing you'll fall for anything like i think there's some truth in that because at a certain point I, i've read the quran there's stuff in there that gets me fucking mad. And I'm like, how can anybody believe in that? And it makes me, when I hear something, you know, when, on one hand, I'm like, I want to respect your religion. But at the same time, you believe in a thing that I find actually barbaric. Right? Well, and, and I the feel Bible, like too. I, the Bible's I, full. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not picking on Islam, but you're right. I'm an atheist. So, yes, throw them. Like, there's a lot of stuff. I'm just, I'm just, again, we're talking that we don't want to single out Islam potentially because of, we live in a time of cultural sensitivity. And if someone is culturally insensitive, they're called ignorant. But I think you can be culturally sensitive. Can you culture, be culturally sensitive and say, upon analysis of the facts, I think the things you believe in are barbaric. And I would actually like to see that stopped or don't want that. Out there. Like, and that, I, I would say it's true of Christianity. As I think celibacy is the dumbest fucking concept ever invented for religious order i don't see a point or a purpose to that arbitrary rule let's not get too hung up on the details there but, but... i'm no no but, okay fine but I, what i'm saying is that they're born out of ignorance like i think there is a way that we can come to know whether celibacy is effective through statistical analysis research is there any way to really settle that argument are we always just going to be ignorant if that has any value and it, but if we do arrive to a point where we know better, then what they're doing is wrong. And it should be stopped for the betterment of a community. I think there's a I mean, point where that's true. To take maybe a different a different example on that, because, I mean, it's, it is tricky to, 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 to shit on religions uh, because, you know, people believe this stuff. But something like racism is another, another example where it's like if you're a racist, you kind of have to be ignorant to, like, how – biology works dna you know how it's all built and to be like you were all the fucking same you know and and it's like you have to have a narrative in your head which contradicts like if you just studied like you'd realize we're all just kind of meat bags made up of the same stuff you know and and once you know a little bit more you have to kind of drop racism as an actual thing Mm -hmm. uh but yet people hold on to it and they hold on and like ignorance breeds that kind of thinking you know and it's 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 scary. It's, it's weird because but... I'm like, it's for me. I'm like, it's okay to. It's not okay to be racist. I'm like, it's kind of okay to be prejudiced if you're an atheist, <laughs> and that's extremely biased. But I'm, I, I'm, as I get older, I realize that like by being an atheist and not taking a stand is really like. If I... Well, no, I mean that's the people like like Bill Maher and Sam Harris yeah. and the new atheists who've taken that hard line. We we talked about this on a whole other episode. I don't want to get too back into it. I just mean it's an elephant in the room in the sense that like talking about ignorance and 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 willful ignorance. I think we were kind of getting at there's the whole ignorance that you can't know everything. That's fine. We can't. But then the kinds of stuff like you. You can know stuff, but then you have, like, thinking about world religions, I'm like, you have billions of people being conditioned to be willfully ignorant of 
things they could know. And, and I mean, oftentimes you hear the stories where some people, you know, find their way kind of to at least secular thinking just because they hear enough stuff where they're like, they put two and two together and say that this stuff doesn't make sense anymore. Um, but yeah. And then again, I like all well, the people who just have that cultural and the religious stuff, like, are they just happier, you know, <laughs> because they have that, this binding force of religion that maybe an atheist doesn't have. I don't know. I think it, I think, I think nobody's happier on either side because I think, I don't know. I, I'm, we're getting the verdicts because I think we're we're starting to run long on the show. But this one's Mike, a mess. As a as 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 a fan of da- it doesn't have to be perfect. As a fan of Downton Abbey, so I started started watching the show. I know you're a huge fan of the show. And there's like it's this the best second episode <laughs> where like Maggie Smith's character is she runs a hospital, and there's I guess the new cousin who they're trying to suit up with the eldest daughter to marry off anyways watch the show if you want the whole story but there's this rivalry between his mother and maggie smith the other mother and maggie smith runs a hospital but this other mother was a nurse in the war and there's this guy dying of some disease and maggie smith's just like well let's just let him pass away and he's like no no if we do this thing and you know uh, cut off this part of his heart and put him with adrenaline we can save his life and maggie smith's kind of like no 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 the doctor knows what he's doing you were a nurse and long story short, the narrative is she had something of value to offer. The doctor liked it, but Maggie Smith didn't want her meddling because there's a personal rivalry and would have preferred ignorance to saving a man's life. And the story had a happy ending. They did the procedure. Maggie Smith was humbled, and, but of course handled it like, oh, well, hmm, you know, without too much dignity. And and the, the point of that story is exactly what you're talking about. It's like ignorance has... Willful ignorance, ignorance is dangerous to other people. Like if you can do, be better and by knowing something, always be the thing that knows the thing. I don't, I think you might feel happier, but do you really feel happy fucking other people over by lying to them or by not doing everything you could to save them? I think the answer is no. You have a short time on this earth. You are going to be happier making a difference in people's lives versus just sitting around being like, I don't, know, I don't give a shit about anything. That's sort of my take. And that's kind of a verdict, I guess. <laughs> let's move into All right, the so let's get the uh let's get the verdict uh, the animals in here. Everyone ready for the animals in the chat room? Kind of gotten bit kind of getting busy in there. Right, here we go. Order in the court. I'm just going to keep going and make mine short because it's basically giving one. Ignorance is always dumb. That's why it's called ignorance. Anything anything that can be solved by being not ignorant makes the situation better. It may sober you a bit. It may make you a little more depressed to learn about the depravity of humankind or the vast infinite uh, infinitessence of space that you'll never get to see. It may make you feel... Like you know too much and have seen too much. But the alternative is always lying to people, screwing them over, screwing yourself. And we call that ignorance. And it's always bad. And it's always, it's the real villain that always needs to be defeated, not Darth Vader. So on that note, I'm going to say that uh, ignorance is very bad. Very bad, Jerry. You're very bad. All right. I I feel like I know, I knew the way this one was going to go. Um <laughs> ignorance um so i i feel like i'm super biased about this in the sense that i'm like yeah i think ignorance is bad 
I'll just get it right out of the way right now. Um, but I'm a lover of learning, right? And a lot of people are, uh, even, whether it's niche or broadly, it doesn't matter. A lot of people like learning. I really like learning new things. I feel like that's what life's all about. Just keep learning until you can learn no more. Uh, but even like I've, all aspects of ignorance, I do think are bad. Like, I mean, uh, like, like the, the willful stuff really bothers me when it's our leaders uh, making decisions based on ideology instead of knowledge or facts or greater good. It always bothers me. Uh, and when it's stuff like, oh, I, I can't understand the, the true nature of the universe because I have to look through it uh, through the lens of being a human being. Being ignorant of that also bugs me. I'm like, I want to know what is it really, what is it really like, and uh, and not knowing how computer works. I'm like, I feel like I should know that. <laughs> I, I I can't, I can't know it all, and I feel like that's back to that Socrates quote. But I feel like all you can do is strive to know as much as you can know, and that's attainable for anyone. Like, know as much as you can. Don't like, don't not know something because you don't care. And I mean, I guess, and that's the trick. It's like you can't make people care. And if someone does want to learn something, they're not going to learn it. Doesn't matter what you do. But anyways, and I just really feel like that's a sad state when when that is the case for a lot of people. So, but I really do think ignorance is bad, and fighting against it is good. So, right. yeah. But I'm super biased. Crofton, last word. Um. Yeah. So uh, I find that ignorance is one of those things that's that's taken a. Uh, like a, rap, a bad rap for m many years, and and now we've reaped the consequences, which is that people who are ignorant of a lot of things, that book learning, if you will, have been made to feel bad by by society for being ignorant. And I know, like on a micro level, if I go in and I I speak to my my boss, and and he asks me for information about something like a, a file that I'm working on and I don't know that off the top of my head or I'm 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 ignorant to 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 uh the response to his question and I feel like you know I should know this well I feel bad I feel bad about myself feel badly for for being ignorant and I think for a long time people a big swath of people have felt bad and that has a lot to do with other topics we've talked on about on the show including the education system uh, including religion and, and racism. These are all things that are, are very much tied into ignorance. And, and the whole ignorance is bliss thing that we talked about early, I think at a very, on a very micro selfish level, I can, I can empathize with that idea. But I think in terms of what we have as sort of a civic duty to have a well-functioning society that is constantly mo moving forward and developing on and above itself. The best way to do that is by having an informed populace, uh, a populace that sort of rejects ignorance and is it people who are like Mike, who are looking to be informed by as many things, both current events, be it, be it how um, the universe works, uh, an appetite for learning is super, super important. And, uh, and while it's okay to be ignorant, it, it like to, to be ignorant on something, it's not something that should be celebrated. And for that reason, I have to say that ignorance is a bad. Nope. I'm ignorant of where the sound effect is for that. <laughs> you had one job, Bo, one job. I know, I know. Well, Man. Mike has another job. 
and that's to tell people. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Listeners, I, I, I don't know. I feel kind of broken about this topic for some reason. But um, please tell us what we're ignorant of. There's lots. There's lots to tell there. <laughs> uh, we'd like to hear from you. You can get in touch with us. Go to our website, goodbadbull.com, and there you can find all the ways to reach us, including email, goodbadbull at gmail.com. You can send us a tweet uh, on on the Twitter, at goodbadbull, or you can like us on Facebook and engage with us with us there if you like. And uh, so please subscribe to the show if you haven't already, Google Play or iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And um, we also have a Patreon um, account if you want to support the show. And we want to give a shout-out to our Patreon supporters. We do appreciate your support. I think it's patreon.com slash goodbadbull. By the way, and, we uh, have like some long-tenured patrons now, too. These are not uh, fly-by-night supporters. These are these are elder statesmen of the good, bad, or bullshit courts. I just thought I'd throw that in there, Mike. It's, uh, yeah, no, and it's, it is much appreciated. <laughs> but like this, when I say, I'm like, I feel sad about this topic because, because Crofton, at the very end of yours, you said, which is really rightly so, like, um, about the whole, uh, you know, you shouldn't shame someone for being ignorant either. And, 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 and some people are just, you know, not everyone has the same capacity to learn. And that's, that shouldn't be, you know, we can't, some people are just not intelligent. You can't. What do you do with those people? They can't be like, oh, they're the pariahs of society. It's okay. It's okay to not know stuff as well. It's just when it creeps in. It's like how you find that balance. I, I, you know? I th- yeah. I think the frustrating thing is when you see someone has a, a pattern of that willful ignorance, not just on one thing, but that their personality, their psychological makeup, is based and, around that. And I'm speaking well, and, pretty and candidly the, the about was... Sean Spicer and Trump and just that whole machine. Ugh. It just looks like. They hear your words, but they don't acknowledge the, no. them in reality. Well, and it's funny. There's all this. There's all this relation to Hitler and stuff, and the rise of stuff. Uh, and I, I was thinking in this, you know, with Trump and oh, it's Hitler's on the you know, it's parallels and whatever. Listen, Trump but, can't hold a candle to Hitler. Okay. But but yeah yeah, fair enough. But I also because I, I I had uh, did some traveling in Cambodia, and there was this guy named Pol Pot who was a dictator there. Like two million people killed. Uh, this was in like 1970s. And his his rise was also one of like hugely anti intellectual. Like he basically emptied out the cities, said everyone go back to agri- agrarian lifestyles, and essentially executed doctors, lawyers, professors, teachers, anyone with any kind of like knowledge. They're just killed, and you're just like, oh man, that's a frightening thought. Because again, the knowledge of someone to be like, yeah, you kill all those people, all those people who know about history or know about the broader world. It's like you're you're cutting out the base of a populace to analyze what's going on, and it was like it's terrifying. And that's, oh, yeah, because, stuff because has your nature pretty recently the nature of questioning them undermines undermines them, right? That's that's got to be how it is. It it if you know things, your leader can't get away with stuff. Trump can't get away with everything. Everyone's got a a microscope or a magnifying glass up on everything he says. That's certainly my hope with the whole like. Um, you know the social media time is as much as there is actual fake news not donald trump fake news mm-hmm. uh that people are too plugged in to have the wool pulled too much over their eyes but maybe that's wishful thinking
know, it's, it's not a funny topic. Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.